0: Hello, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D, and today we've got a little tidbit on acknowledging the positive. And I think right now we can all acknowledge a little bit of positive. However, with me, sometimes I pick one thing to focus on that's more negative, and that overshadows all the positive that i had made along the way or given myself credit for or maybe didn't even notice because i was so fixated on this negative factor and this story begins as a kid my um, brother and i got into bowling when we were like eight years old and it was something that we both really liked and were naturally good at. Uh, not to mention that, you know, bowling was uh, just, I think, a way for my mom to get us out of the house and uh, not have to pay attention to us for, you know, a couple hours. Um, I mean, she was always a great supportive, cheerleading mother who was there for us and buys french fries and, you know, gives our pats on the back. And uh, But we we were down on the bowling lane so you know i feel like it was kind of a break for my mom too um but this is something that my brother and i stuck with all the way through college um for myself i was in a bowling league till i was 23 and then just priorities just kind of fell off the the radar there so what happened is when i was 16 years old i qualified um, for what's called the Oregon State Games. And I went up to Salem to bowl this tournament and did really well, qualified, and ended up going up to Beaverton for like the second edition of this tournament or the second cutoff. And I had made that qualification as well and actually finished first. And From that, it allowed me to get a pass to Chicago to go out and bowl in a national bowling tournament. It was really cool. Um, I was 16 at the time. We went to uh, Chicago to visit my stepdad's family. Never been to Chicago before. In fact, it's the only time I've been to Chicago. And so that was a lot of fun. And um, the tournament was held in St. Louis. And um, it was held underneath the, the arch there and um, with this big opening ceremony. And it kind of almost was like the Olympics. Um, and it, there was all these like, different events. It wasn't just bowling. Um, so having that, I qualify for that. Getting out there, um, having this experience was very unique and very special, especially to a 16-year-old. And I remember my first day going into this tournament and I was feeling really good that, you know, I was there, that I had qualified. I came in finishing first and it was like, I felt king of the world going into this tournament because of all my accomplishments. However, the first day of this tournament I get knocked out. I'm done. Tournament's over. My brother was also with us. He qualified, and um, he actually, I think, finished, like, six in the nation and did really well. So that was great to stay in there and um, be a supporter for my brother. However, Richard, this story's about me. So we are—I'm in Chicago for this tournament, or St. Louis for this tournament. I bowl, get there— First day, round of qualifiers, I'm out. I cut. I I bowl like crap and miss all my spares and just not even getting anywhere close to my average. I just tanked it. And I remember going back to the hotel and just being devastated that I made it all this way fail and i just remember just crying and crying and crying and like being really upset because i tried so hard and this was like this was it this was my journey my mom spent all this money and like i was done it was over and it was like oh shit i feel like a failure And I just remember that so clearly. And what's interesting about that is, why did I allow myself to take all my accomplishments along the way? The fact that I qualified twice, the fact I finished first for the State of Oregon, the fact that I even made it out there and got this experience was huge however all of that instantly fell away because i didn't qualify the first day that became my new priority that became where i put all the weight of my value and my accomplishments and because i didn't perform it instantly wiped everything off the slate And you would think at, you know, turning 36 here in a few days, that I would be better at this. And after a great chat with my wife, um, I'm not. (laughs) And I I really say a great chat with my wife, not because she's telling me, um, you know... What's wrong with me, what it is, is she's validating a lot of how I feel because it's coming out in my actions, and you can see it in my energy. And um, and, and so it, the validation really kind of harnessed in this, wow, it just reminded me of bowling when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh my God, I never grew out of this. I'm still doing the same thing. And it's acknowledging the positive along the way. And making sure that that stays with you, that you don't discredit yourself because of one new thing that you decide to focus on. And I'll give you my real life example now. So I've talked about being an artist, and um, I love painting. Um, It's kind of the way that I release a lot of my creativity and, you know, mental fixations and just my energy and how I'm feeling. And, uh, and it's, it's great. I absolutely love it. And I got invited from an email the other day to, um, the Van Gogh museum in Europe. And there is a, um, abstract expedition in Brussels at the end of November that I got invited to. And it was just so familiar to bowling, because right now it is not a smart financial move for my wife and I to, for to for me to participate in that for my wife and I. If if I go over there, um, obviously traveling is not an option, so I have to ship all my paintings over there. There's an entry fee, and um, and it, it's just not a good move for us. However. That right now has been my fixation. The fact that I can't go. The fact that it's just, it's not that I can't go, it's just not a smart move to go. And acknowledging the positive breaks down a little bit more in this situation. So being invited to the Van Gogh, um, museum to, to show my art, I get this letter and I instantly know that I'm not going to be able to do it. And all of a sudden I fixate and I turn on myself and I'm like, Oh, you know, what's the point? There's no point in even sending my artwork over there. I probably won't sell anything. Um, you know, this whole, um, Expedition is probably just a scam anyway, so I went online and I looked it up and it's not a scam. But I just instantly kind of started discrediting myself and my ability and and because I wasn't able to go. But that's my new fixation. When I received that letter, I was so joyed. Overjoyed. That I, got ex- that I got noticed, that I got invited, and that the email came with multiple, multiple compliments about my artwork. And all of that just instantly fell away because I chose to no longer acknowledge the positive. So why is it that making a smart financial move for our relationship why is that, that fixation that takes away everything else? Why does it take away all my accomplishments? Why does it take away the invitation? Why does it take away the fact that I actually have artwork to send over there? I've always wanted to have like a collection of, you six or seven paintings and to be able to take to a gallery or be able to um, put up in a winery or or have it available to share my expression with the world or you know Medford uh, so these are are all things that I love doing but because I'm not able to go the joy is instantly sucked out of it And that's something that I need to change in myself. And I catch myself doing it too often. So acknowledging the positive, does that change the fact that I'm bummed about not being able to go? No, it sucks. I acknowledge that. However, drop that fixation. It ain't happening. You're not going. Get rid of it. Focus on the positive. Acknowledge it. Those little steps that you made all the way. Why are you instantly derailed when one little thing doesn't work out to your favor? Doesn't work out the way you have it planned. And here's the interesting part for me. I never even had this plan. I was feeling great about my artwork up until that email came. And I started reading through the bottom and I saw like what the cost was and, you know, to ship it. And, and I just like, then all of a sudden it became bad. But that is because I chose to fixate that. And it reminds me a little bit of my biology teacher in college who told me that we tend to focus on the negative. It's more of a, a, you know, primitive characteristic. Um, If I'm walking through the woods and I fall in a hole. Um, and trip, I'm instantly going to remember that hole the next time I go through the woods. However, if I'm walking through the woods, and all of a sudden I see this gorgeous, beautiful butterfly on this flower, and I really stop to appreciate it, the next time I come through the woods, even though I took the time to stop and appreciate that flower on the previous one, I instantly forget about it. Because it's not something that could hurt me. It's not something that's harmful for me. So my brain doesn't need to remember that because it's not danger. However, that's important. But I'm currently not running from lines. And I'm currently not falling in holes. But what I am doing is choosing to focus on those negative characteristics. And not acknowledge the positive. And I'm sure a lot of us have probably done something like this. I think about a friend of mine who was building his house from home, or from scratch. He always wanted to build his house. And he finally got the money, he got the skill, he's a contractor, and he started to build his house, and then the weather changed. And he had to tarp, go out there and tarp everything, and it set him back. But he had no specific timeline that needed to happen. There was nothing pending crucial. That's just the timeline that he put in his mind. And because it didn't go that way, he all all of a sudden instantly discounted all the work he had put in. This isn't going to be finished on time. You know, all my, like, just really going off on a tangent about this setback. And it's like, yeah, Brian, acknowledge it. It sucks. Sorry, man. But does it still take away the fact that you built all those walls, that you went out there every day till, you know, the sun went down and then put floodlights on to keep working? It doesn't take any of that away. Acknowledge the positive. So, short little point today. I think especially with all that's going on in the world, you know, not having um, kind of a sense of permanence, not knowing what the next move is, what might happen, what might not happen. We all have these little bits of positivity that happen throughout our day, But so many of us choose not to acknowledge them from the start. And it kind of takes me back to that, what my biology teacher was saying. About how you remember the negative. Well, part of me thinks, like, how fast are you walking through the woods? Take the time. Slow down. Maybe you'll notice the hole and not step in it. Maybe you'll notice more flowers, more butterflies. What do you choose to focus on when you start your journey what do you choose to focus on when you're along your journey yeah you might have to deviate you know maybe a mountain lion comes out maybe you need to go to the bathroom you know you're gonna be moving off your trail here and there but it doesn't take away the positive accomplishment of how far you've gone so thank you for your time Thank you for your ears. Remember, what we choose to fixate on a lot of times is what consumes our entire behavior. And don't let that take away from you. You deserve your accomplishments. Keep them positive. Acknowledge that it sucks from time to time, but don't let that take away from you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. Have a splendid rest of the day.